KJ and BB. Button. Hi, Button. Hi, KJ. I am coming to you live from JFK Airport in New York City. Well, in Queens, New York. Um, You're probably going to get a lot of back talk, like back chatter in this, but can you hear me clearly? Back talk? It's It's quiet. quiet. Ain't no no back back talk. talk. Yeah. Um, But you, okay, work. And you know what? I am here at the airport. I'm getting ready to fly to Riyadh, Saudi Arabia for a super secret, super secret project that I can't talk about yet, but we will be doing a tell all a month from now. Yeah. Oh, so um, this will be one of the last podcasts you'll get with me and Brandon for a little bit, but don't worry. We have at least pertaining to drag race. Yes. Um, We'll have other episodes coming out. Um, but yes. um, yeah, so but I will be I will be hopefully being replaced by either just Kevin or Kevin and our very close friend Jamel. Yes. Um. So yeah. Yeah, Jamel. Should we dive in? Let's dive in because I know you gotta you gotta catch some flights and I gotta catch some feelings. I'm dead. <laughs> okay, so Drag Race episode. What episode is this? Five. Five. Drag Race episode five. Now, I caught this at a bar in New York City, um, and I kind of came in late. I missed the front half of it where mm-hmm. they announced what the challenge was and, like, who who would be doing what house. So I guess you can go into detail on what happened. Um, well, honestly, they didn't. Well, oh, did you miss the reading challenge? Oh, there was a reading challenge. Yeah. Oh, I missed the reading challenge, honey. What happened? Oh, Give me your hot well, let me tell you, I'm over this hour long episode. Um, literally, I, well, and I watched it. I I downloaded it on iTunes because trying to make up a fake email was just too much. Um, but yeah, so it, it literally every single person got one joke, except Mistress got two and Lucy got three. Um, and thinking back, I can't really remember a lot that stood out. Um, I feel like Lucy had a couple fun. The reading challenge. Lucy won the reading challenge. And did did she deserve that win in your eyes? Uh, from what they, Based I mean, yeah, edit. yeah, I mean, she's the only one that got multiple jokes. Um, some people, I think, had good jokes, but we only got like one of them. Uh, Lux, Lux's joke was. Marsha, 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 looking at your closet, it looks like you shop at Marshalls, Marshalls, Marshalls. <laughs> that Camp. Was, that was so campy. Um, Kevin loves stupid bit comedy like that, <laughs> and I'm just like, work. I know this episode really made me love Lux a lot more. Um, yeah, honey, I, yeah, I was already a Lux fan. Me too. And this made me a Lux super fan. Yeah, a great episode for her. Like she really has like solidified herself. Um, but yeah, so the the reading challenge, not anything crazy, stand out like dying on the floor laughing. Yeah, but I would say it was definitely solid. Like every person's joke was good. Like they didn't make anyone look like they totally shit the bed. So. Um, overall, everyone did good. I just wish it was more. I wish we got a longer. The reading challenge is so like part of Drag Race, and I felt like we watched. It was like it felt like a recap of the reading challenge. Um, 
But yeah, so, and then we didn't get any... I, they're missing out on these opportunities to make drama out of, like, these team selections. So they literally just went, like, they're like, you'll be working in teams. We didn't see them pick teams. We didn't see how they were assigned teams. They just oh, were like... Oh, really? Yeah, it was just, like, randomly assigned. So producers put them on the teams that they wanted them to be on. Clearly. Yeah. Um, so... Pretty much. When did you like start the episode? Like, when did you get there? I literally started the episode. They were walking in back into the workroom from wherever they were, with like fabrics and like bags and boxes of things. Gotcha. So, you... so I like I didn't even realize what the challenge was until the actual runway, and I kind of put it together myself. Yeah. So literally, you didn't miss much at all. But essentially, you know that when they had those um, interior design challenges on All Stars. Yes. They basically had like a Michelle room, a Carson room, and a Ross room, and each team had to go into that room and like cut a cut open a sofa and pull down curtains and take sheets off the bed. Um, which I had, and so I have to say, this was a really great design challenge all around. Yes, I agree, because the queens regardless of not knowing how to sew or knowing how to sew mm-hmm. the queens have vision every single one of them have vision and Period. they at least know how to execute that vision and make it come to life period you said it so perfectly i and you know what i know i did i felt like i felt good that coming out <laughs> i was like you know what I, i'm a uh she I'm a RuPaul's Drag Race expert honey she a um no (laughs) it was a slight eat um speaking of eating i'm starving um so really i enjoyed this episode because we got more time with the queens but in another episode on a different season this would have felt like a still a rushed time with the queens oh he's so popular he's so popular listen to him um yes so they all walk in with their, you know, House of Carson Kresley, House of Michelle Visage, House of Ross Matthews. Now, do you remember who was in each house? In House of Michelle Visage, I know we have Mistress Isabel. We have Mistress, we have Lux, we had Spice, we had... Spice. Amethyst? I'm trying to look them Amethyst. And I think that might have been it for that one. Okay, work. And, oh, um, as titties? No, she was Carson Kressley. Or was she Ross Matthews? Oh, it was Aura. It was Aura Mayari. Yes, 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 yes. I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull up a, what was the name of this episode? Maybe season 16, episode 5. Let's see. Um, I think okay. So, what were your thoughts about the just the them being in the workroom, getting to know them? Who I found myself really endeared to Malaysia this episode as well. I feel like uh-huh. I really got to see more of her. I well, think. Well, she- and you know what? I know that. So right now, um, I know you don't know this, but right now on Twitter world, there's been a lot of backlash towards um, Malaysia mistress, these queens that have been kind of vocal uh-huh. throughout the season. And 
you know, the fans have kind of been getting like their pages, their Twitter pages suspended and like their Instagrams like suspended or whatever. Wait. Um, because of like all this hate. What, what, what about Malaysia? I totally have no idea about what's going on with Malaysia. I, I just think the fans aren't taking well to their overall personas that are being displayed, that have been displayed so far in the edit. Um, in, in regards to especially being that spice, sugar and spice we're on. Uh-huh. And once again, you are bringing an entire different kind of audience onto this show by bringing on these two young queens who have such popularity and fame in TikTok world where, let's, let's be clear, fact, a fact is a fact, TikTok does kind of run the world right now. Mm-hmm. In, if you were an influencer, it is because you are from TikTok. So nobody care about Instagram influencer anymore. It's all about the TikTok influencers, right? Uh-huh. Does that sound like it could ring true a little bit? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just based off my own personal viewpoint of how the world is working, right? Yeah. So um, I don't know the drama specifically, but I just know the fan, the fandom, the RuPaul Drag Race fandom hasn't just been taken lightly to them. But and you know what the problem is? The problem is they are not editing this show well enough to show these queens' personalities, mm-hmm. that stories, you know, likability. Yeah. Instead, we're seeing these little takeaways, and we're not really getting a chance to know these queens individually yeah. Yeah. because these episodes are so short. Well, and that's especially with um, Mistress. Um, I feel like every time we see Mistress, we're only getting little... Um, we're getting little sassafras moments that are which i will say i remember i remember the first episode we did of this and i was like i'm not really feeling mistress because of how she's coming at Mm. you know sugar and spice and then you know it was she adopted sugar and spice as her drag daughters and even in this episode where mistress is like i really like spice i can see that she does have vision and she does have an eye for things she just needs guidance on certain other things and that like that is what we've been talking about as far as like yes yeah we needed to see we needed to see more of malaysia and mistress in these moments where they're taking on a leadership role and i know that they've been happening but for some reason the editing has not been showing a lot of it but what it's clear that it's sorry to keep cutting off no you're fine um this will be my last point it's clear that mistress especially does kind kind of have this role of mother in within the cast um what but what about malaysia's edit are people coming at her for i literally haven't seen i can't i can't speak to it specifically i just have seen little things on twitter you're gonna have to look it up it just sounds like fat phobia to me to be honest like oh i'm i'm sure it's i'm sure it's that i'm sure it's racism yeah absolutely you know and but and i also wrapped up into also this hatred for sugar and spice i feel like on social media i've seen mistress and malaysia with sugar and spice the most out of anybody so it's like i feel like it's this weird uh yes but you have to take into account you have different types of people and subgroups watching drag race you have the subgroup that is Team drag queen of mistress in Malaysia in the sense of these are seasoned queens. Mm-hmm. These are who the types of queens that should be on. And then you have the 
subgroup of people who are like, no, we need more young queens. We need more queens who are breaking into it, who mm -hmm. are popular, who are, you know, people that we know about. Um, and then wow. you kind of have like the in-betweens. Does that make sense? It just breaks my heart that anyone's watching Drag Race, not for just like the fun of the show of it. And that... Truly. Like, I mean, and, and here's the tea. I know, here we are doing a podcast on like what we think and like our own personal opinions on like maybe the outfits or uh -huh. like the personalities. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. Like, no. I, don't, I don't care enough about it to like be like, yeah. I'm going to find mistress and get her Instagram page taken away. No, I don't care. Like, you know, regardless know. of however I feel of a person or a queen, like I'm just giving, we're here on this podcast to give our own personal opinions and viewpoints on what we felt in this episode and maybe in moments throughout. But other than that, that's really it. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, I, I love talking about drag race on here because I hope that people who listen to our podcast will dive into the world of drag race if they've never watched it before because i think this show is a great um pathway into queer culture um for anybody um and so i love I, I think it's great to talk about it and it's great to have opinions i just can't believe as someone who literally has been on reality tv and knows now more about reality television it's just wild that anyone would take something that they see on tv and associate it with who the person is and any anything i've i've ever said or brandon's ever said if i met any one of these queens i would be like i'm so proud of you great like great job like, I'd, be, I'd be like you you're doing it you're doing it i'd be like at the end of the day it doesn't matter what my opinion is or what i think yeah you, are out here doing it you are a clear trailblazer Ooh. and that's all i care about at the end of the day 11 11 make a wish it's 12 11 for me <laughs> anyways while you're making your wish i missed 11 11 um so yeah i really liked this episode too because we got to really um once again see a look into a young queer person who is spice and uh -huh. kind of how they have grown up in the world as a queer person. Oh my gosh. In comparison to, you know, the typical queer story of our generation of someone who maybe had to keep themselves hidden completely. And like they discovered their queerness like very later on. You have Spice here who is still a child, like a little child. Yeah. But, you know, discovered and owned their queerness very early on in their life and their own personal whatever battles whatever that may be that um they encountered and they have to deal with yeah no and i i loved the story because i related so much to the playing with dolls and like hiding it i used to i didn't ever have like dolls of my own or barbies but oh, like they weren't, you didn't have Barbies, boo. You had, like, G.I. Joe's. No, no, no. My sisters did. And the only way I was able to play with the Barbies and it not be something that anyone noticed was I, we would play. When I play with my sister's room, we'd play with the Barbies. We'd play with Polly Pockets. Um, and we'd dress them up and we'd do their hair and we'd do all these stories and we'd play with them. But it was usually when, like, my dad wasn't home or uh, it was just us. And the, the closest thing I was allowed to play with or I was... Um, accepted to play with were action figures. Um, so I would play with them by myself, but I loved the Barbies. All the action figures, I just wanted the superhero women. I wanted the, I wanted the fierce, like pro wrestler women, <laughs> um, because I couldn't have the Barbies. 
And so I love the what? Homosexual. That's me, girl. I was a little homosexual the whole time. Um, I just, so I love this story, and I think it's. Um, I, I want. Too. I thought it was a. I thought it was a hot tape. Yeah, and I want more stories, so that's why I want these episodes longer. Um, yeah, per- just like show us every single person's story. Like, I know. All I care about. We got like a, a half a second of Jacks talking about uh, growing up in an adopted family in Connecticut. Um, and I, I, I just want more. I want more from everybody. I want to hear more about the queer experience throughout the world, especially on this platform. Um, because so they're in the workroom. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I have nothing else to say. Kevin, finish your point. I had nothing to say. I promise. Oh my! As he was about to say something. Okay. Anyways, they're <laughs> in the workroom, and. They're working on their looks, and Lux is like, I think I'm going to do pants, and everyone's like, ooh, like, Lux can't, like, ooh, she gonna struggle, mm-hmm. she gonna struggle. Um, I was, like, really trying hard to pay attention, but also, once again, I was in a bar, it was loud, like, people were talking. These type of episodes um, are hard in a bar. You said what? These types of episodes are hard in a bar. Oh, my God, so hard, very hard in a bar. But, um, I don't know, do you have any more takes on the workroom free runway no just that it was too short but i loved the concept of a team design challenge and i kind of wish there was more emphasis on like a winning team i would have loved if it was like this collection won and this collection lost of a i don't think it was necessarily a team design challenge though because everyone was designing individually yes um but yeah and I love an episode like this because normally some of the looks that are brought are design- made by designers, made by um, fierce costume people. So getting to see what someone's mind, all these contestants' mind is specifically I for mean, them. I agree. I think this is what Drag Race should be. Yeah. It should be them doing everything. It should be very Project Runway. runway. Yeah. Be, because, um, because they nailed yeah. it. All right. So let's, so, let's get into the looks. Let's get into the looks. So the runway, we have the fabulous Janelle Monet as guest judge work. Oh, my, my gosh. She looks stun Alina. Stun Alina. Um, um, she, yeah, and she was radiating um, light on this episode. Um, I, I, yeah, more, more guest judges like Janelle Monet. Oh my God. Okay, so in the house of Michelle Massage, do you want me to send you a screenshot of what I'm looking at? No, no, I have, I, I found a little YouTube thingy. Work. So we have Mistress. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it too. It was giving me Michelle Massage. <laughs> she, it, it was, I understood the assignment, the house down. It was simple, but it was drag. Exactly. It was. It was titties in her face like it was everything she absolutely uh, and yes maybe simple but at the same time so purposeful so intentional and it was like it, it was just she was able to embody who mistress is and also serve i'm in the house of michelle visage so it was a total win for me period next we have aura Mayari. Also, I, t- I absolutely think this was gorgeous. 
What do you think? I saw what she was going for. I don't think I loved the construction of it personally, um, but it is giving me very Versace. As well, as someone who literally I could not sew anything if I wanted to or tried to, this I, I clearly got. I, I loved the vision and I loved just the style of it all. So I, this was a win for me for Aura. Work. Amethyst. Honestly, I didn't dislike it. I saw what she was going for. I see. I saw what she was going for. I think she needed to lose the gray fur thing. I don't understand what the gray fur thing added personally. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I saw the vision. Yeah. No, I, I really think... I think, that's, I think that's been my problem with Amethyst this season. Plot yes. where she goes on. Um, I, is I, I just, for me personally, I feel like she just has a bunch of unfinished edges or like just things that need fine-tuning and i'm like oh mm-hmm. this you just need this one little thing and it would have been like boom yeah i it's think it's always missing one little thing for me personally still a fierce queen mm-hmm. um i think she work. she had a little bit of the syndrome like she is uh, you can tell i can tell she's actually really well-rounded and there's a lot that she mm-hmm. can do and she has a lot of big ideas it's the her, mm-hmm. what stinks is i don't have a clear vision of like what amethyst personally sells and right. i think she she's still figuring that out and i think that's why this look was next we have spice sorry everyone i'm trying to rush through this because i'm in an airport and i will have to go soon <laughs> kevin just wants to sit yeah <laughs> literally no they're gonna listen back and see that you were talking way longer than me and be like not him saying him cutting off okay saying kevin's japping but i love this no, i, I think spice i, just, looks I think it's because i talk fast and you like talk drawn out gotcha um i think spice looked amazing the look was simple but it was so what, what i loved is she was on brand it was selling spice i liked it i kind of at this point as much as i love sugar and spice i'm wanting more from spice it's giving two on brand and i'm like show me something new that's gonna make me go yes bitch work but i mean we've seen the 11 you know 11 story platform heel we've seen you know the brats doll look mm-hmm. still fierce but i wanted something different work next our <laughs> our winner of the challenge lux noir yeah. london spoiler alert um what an absolute serve she just this was the only serve and she stomped. She was like stomping, like she was the only, only queen in the world. And that's the kind First of energy. All, the face was beat. The outfit mm-hmm. was just beautifully constructed, yep. like from top to bottom. The selling of the garment, like, oh my god, it really was everything. The way, yeah, and the, the way she chose the fabric and using which fabric for what was just smart she was smart 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 and i love i loved the um collection walk out of the runway with all the queens doing the board model clap that was so camp yeah that was kevin's favorite i loved it (laughs) next up we have robin fierce who if you're me you forgot that she's even in the competition oh girl um I, I actually really love this look. I, I enjoy her runways a lot. I really, really like this one. It was giving me, um, what do they call the horse people? Um, a jockey. It was giving me jockey. Yeah, it was giving me jockey. 
She's a pretty girl. She is a pretty girl. Um, yeah, I loved I loved the look, and it was I, I I thought she nailed it this week, and I think this was a great time for her to really nail it. Next, we have Jax serving Heather's. Um, I hot take. I was surprised she was in the bottom. I feel Switzerland about this. I don't like it, but I don't hate it. I just feel whatever about it. I don't like the hair. It needed different hair. I I could agree with that for sure. Oh, one moment. One moment. Scott. Your flashlight's on. Oh my God, that's so embarrassing for Scott. Okay. Um... I, it needed different hair for me. Word. But and, and but that's like picky. That's like yeah. I don't really care, obviously. That has nothing to do with me. I'm just like, oh, I would have put on a different wig. Yeah. I, I and I one of the things I really liked is I like that she kept like the curtain holes in the bottom of the skirt. Um, because why not show that I made this out of curtains? So I like I I I like this look. Yeah. Next we have Anitra. Next, we have Anitra doing Lucy LaDuca cosplay. <laughs> because I thought this was Lucy LaDuca. And I was like, wait, why is Lucy LaDuca twice? Um, same. I, and, and you know what? Here's the deal. Maybe it's not even so much these queens' looks. Maybe it's more, I just don't like the Ross Matthews theme. The, this is the Carson Kressley group. Oh, is it? Yes. Dang, I really do not like Ross Matthews. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to really not like him. <laughs> um, okay, so then I really don't like the Carson Presley theme. Mm. But like, they should have done sparkles for Carson Presley. Like, I know. It was weird to be like. When I a think question. of Carson Presley, I think of like rhinestone stuff. Yeah. No, literally. Uh-oh. So I don't think of like plaid. It was, it, you know what I mean? Like it's weird. Yeah. No, I I, I, I agree. Um, but I think it was good. I think it was good. It wasn't. She looks great. Yeah. I love the hair on her. Same thing. Her and Robin Fierce. I'm like, I'm wanting to see more from them. Well, yeah. I feel like uh, more from them as far as like in the edit. They're like yeah. really not being yeah. shown in the edit. So I'm like, how am I to? Yeah. really like and want to root for these queens apart from the runway and walk that duck performance. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I can tell you one thing. I think we're going to get some fierce lip syncs in the back half of the season. Clearly. Now that Amethyst is gone. Oh, <laughs> oh girl. <laughs> All right. Who is next? Because my video stopped working. So I have Selena as titties next. I... Um, can, can I tell you later on when so she's Selena was in the bottom um mm-hmm. I I got teared up when she was like I'm I can't I can't go home I can't go home right now and I felt like I was like oh yeah she wants this she wants this um in terms of the look the judges were absolutely right she didn't have to do as much as she did and she would have been better off going more simple because that plaid thing that she made i thought was actually really cool um and i don't i but i didn't like that she had it as like a um a cover up before i think it should have just been the like down and flowy thing 
unpopular opinion, it's probably my favorite one in this group. Yeah, I agree. I because it was a, it was a swing. It, to me, it just also makes more sense. Like when I'm looking at them all, it makes the most sense. Yeah, I feel like everyone just like did plaid stuff, whereas like mm -hmm. she. I don't know. I can't explain it, but this was probably my favorite one yeah. of the group. I, I don't know what it is. Visually, when I look at the group in the lineup, I'm like, I go to her every single time. Yeah. Well, and because I think she, uh, where she fell short maybe was the construction and the fit, but she's not a, uh, we shouldn't be judging these queens on being the best seamstress, but when it comes to design, I think she had such a really bold choice. And that's, I, I see it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she drew okay, so next up. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no. I would love a challenge where they get to design a look and someone else who's like an actual seamstress gets to make it for them. That would be fun. Cheers. All right, next. Cheers. Okay, next up we have the Ross Matthews collection, which I think was... I think this one was my favorite collection. You don't think? Out of the three. I, no, never mind. It wasn't. Michelle Visage was my favorite collection. But hmm. next up, we have the Ross Matthews collection. And I have Sasha Colby wow. as the first one. Wow. Um, she was, she was so eating. So next up, I have Lucy LaDuca. Because oh. <laughs> literally, I have no words for Sasha Colby. Sasha. That, that look was probably... What was it like in the bar? Were people like gasping oh everyone lost their minds when she turned that corner and just the face was beat for the pre-gods like mm -hmm. whoever was here before the gods the face was beat for them because sasha colby came out giving us what for me personally i had been waiting for from sasha colby mm. yeah she's been fierce and she's been giving us mother or mommy boots the house down but as far as like the the sasha colby and like the emulating of what sasha colby is when she turned that corner i was like this is what i've been waiting for this is the sasha colby that like for me personally i'm like yes that's that's the girl that i think of when i hear sasha colby um because to me sorry sorry i mean this is my last point to me everything so far has been very drag race right uh -huh. this gave me pageant yeah this gave me like oh you are like this is a swimsuit portion of the pageant but drag yeah it gave me like she is the first <laughs> it, it gave me miss america to be honest <laughs> if i'm gonna be completely honest and it gave me like i i now i want like a miss congeniality of the miss america pageant with sasha colby as the like um uh, Sandra Bullock character. Her face was just giving me that bitch. Yeah. And that ponytail was yanked so high that she, you don't even need Botox. That's how hard that ponytail was yanked. And here, she, uh, It really was gorgeous. It and really was gorgeous. Here's what I'm going to say. Sasha Colby radiates confidence. Like, I can't... Out of my mouth. I can't imagine what it must be like to be a contestant competing against her. 
And why I love Lux is because she seems to be the only other one there that is literally not phased by anyone or anything. Because Lux carries a confidence as well. Very well said. And It was one of those things where I didn't even care what the garment looked like. The attitude was shooting so hard out the TV that I was like, she could have been naked for all I know. I mean, to, she would really need to shit the bed for me to ever even think she would be in the bottom. And I bet if she shit the bed, I still would be like, fierce mama. Fierce I mommy. I still would be like, mommy. Yeah, mommy. Literally mommy. Work mommy. Um, next up, we have... Let me get back to my Instagram. Okay, next up, we have Lisa Luduka. I actually really like this. You, if you know me, yep. you know I'm not necessarily a Lucy LaDuca stan by any means, but I'm a fan. I enjoyed this. I'm a Lucy LaDuca fan. She knows who she is, and she has served it every single runway. I have a. Cl- she, I can't disagree with that. I have a clear picture of who she is, and I know what a Lucy LaDuca show would be like. And I'd want to go. See. Yeah. Who do we have next? Um, we have Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. I was so proud of her. She, I'm, I'm so proud of her. If you watch the episode, she revealed that she did, has never sewn anything before in her life. Um, my only critique for this would be I do not like the pink cape. I think I could have done without it. But other than that, I really can't critique this because the silhouette on this, especially for her being a bigger queen and having not sewed anything before, it really is superb like the waist is snatched the dress does not look ill-fitting at all she looks absolutely beautiful she looks stunning and i'm gonna disagree i'm always gonna say yes to the cape (laughs) (laughs) and last we had marshall 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 last we have marshall's 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 oh my gosh um Um, i loved this i enjoyed it i thought it was very daytime kind of was borderline not drag like kind of off the rack but maybe that's a testament to how good it was yeah no i think she what she she showed that she is a wonderful seamstress and it looked like a beautiful dress that anyone would want to wear the whole i mean the whole garment was just absolutely well done it did i think there could have been elements to make it like more flashier and showier, but I think Marsha is so good at she's selling exactly what her brand is, and she is she does want to be like an Ariana Grande. She's more simple. She or no, you know who she's like Dakota Schiffer. Um, she has a Dakota Schiffer essence to her from uh, um, UK. UK. Yes, I can. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. So I think it, when. And I think that was one of the things they would say to Dakota, like, more, more, more. But Dakota's through line was so... she She's serving Wamana, and I think that's what Marsha's serving as well. Period. All right. And so our tops of the week were Lux, Sasha, Robin, and Malaysia. And the bottoms of the week were Jax, Alina, and Amethyst. Alina. Selena. My cousin Alina oh. was in the bottom. Um, yes, yeah, so 
spoiler alert, Lux wins. Truly deserved. I mean, oh, yeah. I agree with Lux and Sasha being in the top. Absolutely, I would have been fine with Sasha winning too. Mm-hmm. But Lux gave that to me. Yeah, no, I think in terms of... I. You could have given it to Lux or Sasha. I love that they. I love that it went to Lux because I, I Lux's entire concept was so there. Um, yeah. And I they showed the um they were like Janelle Monae being like I saw you struggle a little bit with the jacket to Sasha and she was like and that and that was clearly like the edit of Sasha's not gonna win. <laughs> yeah, but I loved how she was like. Uh, yeah, the universe told me not to show my ass on TV. Period, and that's that confidence we talk about. <laughs> yeah, because you can't you can't give her you can't give her a note you can't give her a critique. You're like, oh, um, I saw you struggle. Um, She's like, um, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um. The bo- Sorry, everyone. I know it seems like I'm rushing heaven. No, it's, it's okay. because I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have our friend Oscar sitting in front of me, and he's just laughing at this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Oscar. Um, Are you so not going to tell Oscar I say hi? Had, oh my god, Oscar Kevin said hi. <laughs> he said hi. Oh my gosh, what else did he say? So in the bottom we had Selena <laughs> and Amethyst. Jax was safe. Yes. Um, which, which, to be honest, I didn't really care. I knew Amethyst was going home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was her third time in the bottom that it was clear that it was going to happen, but... It, I, they did it was a good lip sync it wasn't like um there was a nervousness energy from Selena that I felt um and I think I think she, I, I want her to find her like full confidence because she seems I can tell I agree. The, I agree. she is a I know she's a great performer and I think when she comes back on an all stars she's going to like shut the world down um, you know, and you said it best. I think she she really was just lacking confidence. And yeah. if we're putting her kind of in the same category of like maybe Marsha, 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 mm-hmm. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is outdoing her in the confidence bracket. Yes. And that's just, that is really what was holding Amethyst back was the confidence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, I've really enjoyed Amethyst this season. Um and it's honestly crazy. I feel like Amethyst is one of the talking whoa, 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 heads. Is this a coach sweatsuit? You better get out of my life. This is everything <laughs> I live. Um, yeah, I think she's going to come back and kill it. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Well, that's the episode. Bobby, I love you so much. I hope. Oh, you- what did you think of the lip sync? It, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Was fine. It. I didn't really enjoy it. I was like, meh. I was underwhelmed, personally. It, but you know what? I think it was. it's smart, the way that they're doing things. Because they could have put Jax in that lip sync, and really, I, I think we would have been like, ah! I think they're really saving the lip syncs um, for later down the road. Because we have we know Jax can turn out a performance. We know Anitra can turn out a performance. Marsha's going to turn out a performance. We have these performance queens that haven't been in the bottom. So we have Sasha Colby on the season. So I have a feeling we're going to get some really good lip syncs. Um, I feel that. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, this this wasn't the best. Um, but Selena pulls out the win. And I'm glad. I, re- I want more of her on my TV. I really enjoy. I love her drag. I love her aesthetic. I love her personality. 
and I'm rooting for her. I want. I hope that this like kind of changes how she goes into the competition. I agree. Well, Blobbylicious, um, any closing thoughts? No, I will miss you all. I will probably <laughs> miss the rest of Drag Race, so what? this is it for now. I will not be able to watch it where I'm going. Well, you're going to have to... reasons that we will talk about in the tell-all. Well, when you get back, um, we'll binge it all. I will watch it again. I bought it on iTunes. Um I'll have to catch up, even though I'm sure I'm going to know who's, you know, going to be going home. Well, you know what? There are still 12 girls on this season. So by the time you get back, there's still going to be eight girls on this season, which is <laughs> crazy. By the time I get back, there will still probably be 12 girls. Literally. We know there's a couple double saves coming our way. Okay. Um, so, um, Boneless Brandon, any... Um, Anything you want to leave us with? Any words of wisdom while we... Um, thank you for tuning in. I can't wait to talk to you guys soon about Drag Race. We're going to be talking about other things throughout my time in Saudi Arabia um, through mo- more phone call podcasts. Yes. But other than that, this is Brandon tuning tuning out, tuning, tuning <laughs> away. Whoops. What would I say? Signing off. Logging off. Well... I love you, baby. Love you. Love you. KJ and BB. Button. <laughs>